0: Welcome to the podcast channel of the East Bay Unity Intergroup of Overeaters Anonymous. The opinions expressed here are those of individual members and do not represent OA as a whole. For more information about our intergroup, please visit our website at eastbayoa.org. My name is Elaine and I am a compulsive overeater. Hi friends and fellow Compulsive Overeaters. Ah, I came into the program in 1978 in March. And I was in my 20s. And now I'm a member of the older generation. And um, I've been in OA all this time. I came in about 40 pounds. 45 pounds, 50 pounds, somewhere in there, more than I weigh now. And I was binging on a daily basis and hating myself on a daily basis. And I am one of those people who has relapsed in OA. And I'm grateful to say that it's been a long time. Since I relapsed, I relapsed um, early on in program and actually got to my top weight, which is about 65 pounds more than I weigh now, while I was in OA. So I was thinking as I was preparing to speak tonight, what, if, what do people want to hear about? What do what people who are struggling in OA or new people who are not yet absent want to hear about? Because to me, that, that's, that's a hard place to be when you're in an OA meeting and you're not absent. So um, So I thought, well, I know what I wanted to know when I was in OA and not absent. I want to know how does it work? How does it work? How do you do it? How do you get it? And um, I've learned some things. Um, How it works is you keep coming back. I would hear at the end of every meeting and still do keep coming back at work. It works. And I would think, how does it work? And then I now I realize that is how it works is just keep coming back. And at some point it will kick in. It will come together. And I don't know how long it will take. It takes different lengths of time for different people. I know that the steps work. They've worked for me. I'm not special. I'm not a particularly high spiritual or moral person uh, or smart. I'm very average in many, many ways. In most ways, very average. Um, let's see. I I'm gonna run through the steps because that's basically how 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 this recovery, that's the framework for our recovery is is doing the steps. And I have in the past jokingly said, if you don't have to work the steps, don't do it, because it's hard work. But I have I have to um, stay engaged with the steps. Um, I don't fear that I will binge. I, I but I, I just don't want to mess. I just don't want to mess with my recovery and um, I, I really need the emotional stability that the steps give me because I'm no longer compulsively overeating. So I don't have that to freak out about in life, but there are lots of other things to freak out about in life. Um, and I don't know what I would do without a way of life to deal with, with all the things that people that that I have had to deal with in life and I've had I've had a good life but let's see in my abstinence I've um I would say actually one of the hardest things to do in abstinence is date I mean people die and I've my father's died I've lost jobs I've gotten laid off I've um I mean, those are, those are pretty, pretty intense things, but, but I would say dating is one of the hardest things to do abstinently in OA. Just the whole um, emotional and physical intimacy. When I was struggling, when I was in relapse, I went to a dance, this was years ago, and I came home and binged, and my sponsor at the time said, um, maybe you shouldn't go to any dances for now. It was just—it um, was just hard to maintain um, a focus on um, my just my higher power, or just stay focused on doing everything that I needed to do to stay abstinent. And there is a lot to do. I, I will go through the steps, but there's also the tools. That, that was the other thought I had that if we really work this program, use all the tools, and work all the steps, there's there's not much time for overeating. I mean, if you if I if I really do all that, it's a lot. So um, step one, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. And um, I believe I took that step to a degree when I walked into my first meeting. When I was in relapse, the only thing I liked about that step was the first word, we, that I didn't have to do it alone. I had a lot of, I felt anger and frustration when I was in OA and binging. It was um, it was just very emotionally painful as well as physically uncomfortable. Step two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. I came into the program not really believing in a, a, a God per se. I did believe in um, the power of, goodness of, of doing the right thing, of um, people being able to figure things out. Um, so it was, it was hard for me to start thinking along the lines of prayer and talking to a higher power. That in particular was very hard for me to want to do. And the only reason I I mean, I loved OA. There were certain things about it I didn't like, but from 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 day one, I was very impressed. I was I felt, wow, these people are talking about real things. This is not um, well. um, Does anyone know what that sound was? Um, anyway. Um, Cindy, can you can you um, mute yourself, please? Thanks, Lori. Uh, okay, step two. Um, so, um, so it was a hurdle for me to to want to start developing a relationship with a higher power. Step three made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood God. And by the way, I'm reading from AA literature, which of course we all know our program is based on Alcoholics Anonymous 12 Steps. And um, I identify very much with the addiction model that AA lays out. Um, So made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood God. started taking this step under the direction of a sponsor by reading the AA 12 and 12 step three chapter every day for at least a month, as long as I could stand it. That's something that um, has come up several times in my recovery is, is a sponsor will give me a reading assignment and have me read the same thing over and over again, day after day for as long as I can stand it. And um, the way I see it is it's uh, uh, bathing my mind with new ideas. My mind has been very busy in its own, um, going about its own business, turning me into a compulsive overeater. So it's been good for me to... um, Five minutes left. Thank you. use the, the literature and what I hear at meetings and podcasts and just immerse myself in the ideas of the 12-step program. Four, made a certain fearless moral inventory of ourselves. I've taken many moral inventories. And um, step five says, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being, the exact nature of our wrongs. I've also given away all my inventories, And... The first time was really quite a revelation for me in that I felt heard and not judged. And it it was very affirming for me to have someone witness my pain, the pain I was expressing in my first inventory and just just say you're really in it. And and it was just Just being heard and um, witnessed. Step six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. And step seven, humbly ask God to remove our shortcomings. To me, these two steps are ongoing. I would say, well, in some ways, all the steps are ongoing, but on a daily basis, I run into things. I have um, interactions with people and need to keep an eye or just be aware of how I'm reacting, if not in action, in emotion. I was in the I was in the grocery store today and the, there was this woman who I kept. We kept getting in each other's way. It's a small grocery store, but we were, you know, we would, we would part ways and then somehow or other we'd um, end up getting one or the other of us would get in the other person's way. And I didn't say anything and I didn't do anything rude or anything like that. And I have no idea what she was thinking, but I was, I noticed I was feeling grumpy about it and and it was totally not personal and um when i was paying for my groceries i was i was going through this thing in my mind about the the person who was was helping me at the cash register at the check stand that i I decided she didn't like me and she um you know that that i annoyed her no reason you know, I was taking things personally. That's the kind of thing I actually need. To, I, I experience on a daily basis, minor things, but um, my mind is always, always evaluating, like, where am I and, you know, who likes me and, you know, all that kind of hiring um, comparisons. And um, so that's the kind of thing that I need help with on a daily basis and those those are small things. Bigger things come up too, but I just wanted to 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 give you an example of the dailiness of my need for this program. Step 8, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Step 9, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Been a huge change in my life to spend so much time thinking about how i harm people and don't even know it and in fact this last year with all the racial that's one minute um, left thank you stuff it's even actually more in my face how i can be completely oblivious to the harm that i cause other people and don't even want to think about it don't even want to think about it let alone think about it um but i am thinking about it and i'm working a program on it and it feels good step 10 continue to take personal inventory and when we were wrong promptly admitted it much like step six and seven daily basis i need to continue to see how my relationships are going day, day in and day out, especially these days with my, my supervisor at work and with my partner, Kevin. Step 11, Sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God, praying only for knowledge of God's will for us and the power to carry that out. I do try to meditate on a daily basis. And that's my time. I'll just wrap up. Um, I, I could, as a Buddhist um, guru says, you are perfect as you are. And there is always room for improvement. I really love that because both. For, for me, both those things are true. I believe I am perfect and you all and everyone on this planet is perfect exactly as we are. And I also believe there's a lot of room for improvement. Step 12, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to others and to practice these principles in all our affairs. I'm grateful that just by being here, you all are practicing step 12 and we're all practicing step 12 for each other. Thank you.